You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Ballers! Welcome back to an- another episode of Today in Sports Betting. I am Ira Silver, and I am joined today with Devin Ellington. Devin, what's going on, bud? Howdy, Ira. How's it going? Howdy, hoop ballers. I am excited for this, even though we have a little smaller slate, but we got some fun stuff to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Even though we only got one game tonight, we're going to run down. We're going to recap a couple games from yesterday, a couple bad beats that we took. And we're going to break down some of college basketball games for tonight, maybe take a look at some hockey and potentially talk about the granddaddy of them all, the Super Bowl. I know uh, this is a hoop ball presentation, hoop-ball.com. Go to the website, check it out. There's tons of great content on the site. But before we jump in to our conversation regarding the games and the games tonight, I just want to give a shout out to our sponsor, mybookie.ag. You know, it's a new year. Everyone's trying to figure out a way to make money. I know I want to make money. I'm sure you do too. Head over to mybookie.ag. .ag because they've got it all from NBA to the Premier League. It doesn't matter what you bet, they have it all. They have got the fastest customer payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. You can even take the bets that Devin and I give you today on the podcast, pull them together for an even bigger payout in a parlay. You know, So if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. All you have to do is use our promo code TODAY, T-O-D-A-Y. That's TODAY, T-O-D-A-Y, to activate the offer to get your extra cash from my bookie. 
you know, it's important for the hoop ballers to let them know that we are sending you. So use the promo code. That's how we grow. We can grow together. So, you know, even if you do have another online sports book, you know, it might be good to put some money into mybookie.ag. That way you can always shop around for the best lines because getting the best lines is what it's all about when you're a handicapper. Let's bet, let's win, and let's get paid. All right, Devin, are you excited for this episode? I know I am. Yeah, this is going to be great. We have 14 games from yesterday. Probably not going to talk about all of them, but we do have some significant things to speak of. You know, the Celtics going over the Lakers, that Raptors collapse as far as against the spread is concerned. We had an overtime game also, so uh, let's figure this out. All right, perfect. Before we jump right into the la- the recap of last night's game, make sure to follow Devin on Twitter at D-A-L-E-007. Follow myself, Ira Silver Magic. That's at Ira Silver Magic. And our Twitter handle for the podcast at HoopBallGaming. All right, let's get right into it. What's the first game we want to talk about from last night, Devin? Well, we spoke off air a little bit. This Raptors and Hawks game, um, it was a bad beat for both of us and probably a lot of folks around the country. Do you want to talk about how the Raptors just could not handle a press and they looked like a Division II college team, or is there another dynamic that caught your attention more so? Well, let's just say this. They didn't even look like a Division II basketball team when they were trying to break that press. It looks like they've never seen a press before. And I've actually been an advocate of this for a long time in the NBA. I don't understand why teams don't press more, right? If you are a professional player, you should be playing full court all the way, all the time, okay? They looked like a junior varsity high school basketball team. It looks like a team that I would coach or coach against for my sixth and seventh graders when I was coaching back in the day, okay? That was the most pathetic thing I have seen in a long time. They couldn't break a press. They're up 21 points with five minutes to go in the game. We have them at minus nine, and obviously Atlanta comes back because they can't uh, hold on to the ball. They keep turning the ball over, and that was all she wrote. That was all she wrote, and the Raptors do not get there with the cover because Nick Nurse decides not to put his starters back in the game for some odd reason when it got to 15, 14, 13, 12, 11. And then finally he puts them back in when they are up five. Yeah, three or five, and I didn't get that either. Bad coach, bad coaching job by Nick Nurse. Bad uh, team effort by the Raptors down the stretch. And, uh, yeah, that's what I have to say about it. What about you? Well, you pretty much covered uh, as many of – the complaints I had in my head um, about that, you know, it was just, I was watching the game kind of mouth agape the whole time that was going on, just trying to figure out what was going on. I felt very comfortable with about four and a half minutes left, five minutes left. I was like, all right, this is looking good because it was a close game. You know, the Hawks had a halftime lead. And once the Raptors finally got over the hump and they got that two point lead, I was like, all right, now, you know, they're going to stretch it out. They're going to be the better team. And they did. And then they regressed. And so I saw, and uh, pardon me for not knowing, but the Atlanta coach, he was on the sidelines, you know. He had more energy than anyone in the building. He was telling his team to get up and press. And when it was just, when I saw his energy, I was kind of confused. I was like, well, they're down 20. Why is he having his guys run? and press with, you know, four minutes. Like, are they really going to come back from this? 
and they started chipping away at it, chipping away, and it was just really weird. It's a weird switch of energy. And um, kudos to the Hawks for you know gutting it out. And you know this is why you just can't give up in the NBA or let your foot off the pedal. Um, these are professional athletes, uh, regardless of record or if it's Atlanta or Cleveland or the Knicks. I mean, these these guys are professionals. Yeah, I mean, and also just a terrible job by Nick Nurse. That's all I got to say. Nick Nurse, coupled with the energy from the Atlanta sideline, uh, it was just one of those moments where I almost broke my computer and uh, while I was watching on my laptop, and I just was yelling and screaming, and I couldn't understand it for the life of me. Good job, Nick. Good job. All right, let's jump into the next game. What do we got? So the 76ers and the Nets um, came down to the wire a little bit. Nets hung in there. I think this game closed at two and a half, and the Sixers ended up stretching it out to a six-point victory. Um, Simmons had a 34-point triple-double, so he pretty much uh, controlled the second half. And as far as the Nets, they were a little shorthanded again. Kyrie was out. So, you know, good battle from the Nets. Uh, Sixers didn't really – feel too confident on them covering this, but they did, lo and behold. Didn't know if you had anything that stuck out to you in this game. Well, I gave out Brooklyn plus two yesterday on the Twitter handle. It was something that I did like from a betting perspective. Uh, I thought that, you know, 76ers are terrible uh, against the spread away from Philadelphia. The Nets play pretty tough, even without Kyrie. Uh, Nets were winning most of the game, and then in the fourth quarter decide – Uh, to turn the ball over uh, a number of times. And it was just really disappointing from a betting perspective and from a uh, fan perspective, if you are a Nets fan. Uh, You know, they really had an opportunity to steal this game from the 76ers and really build on some momentum here. And they just couldn't get it done. So it was very difficult uh, from from all sides for me. Sure, sure. So moving on, we had uh, Sacramento and Miami go to overtime. What a game that was, huh? That was an entertaining game uh, as well. Man, there's so many good games yesterday. Uh, Heat obviously got the one, 118-113. Sacramento hung in there from start to finish. You know, they they, – see, they outscored the Heat by three points in the first quarter. They were outscored by one point in the second. It was an even tie at 20 apiece in the third. And then the Heat got one more bucket in the fourth, five more points in overtime. So um, really interesting game. Some really nice clashing styles that came to play. Um, Good coaching on both sides. It was a pretty clean game from what I remember. Just real nice fundamental basketball. Uh, A lot of youth on Sacramento didn't really show. But, yeah, it was a a good game. Um, Didn't know if uh, you had any meat or – skin in the game on this one or not yeah i like this i uh, like the kings yesterday plus six and a half when i went with the head-to-head matchup against josh yesterday for trying to win back my beer money uh oh, yeah. so that definitely got there uh by the uh, by the skin of my teeth there uh if you look at the stats though what a remarkable game uh the sacramento kings shot the ball 106 times in this game they Holy took 51 three-point shots 51 they went 13 for 51 from the three-point line. How insane is that? That is – wow, that's uh, that's something there. I don't think I've ever 
I don't, I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I've seen a team take 53 pointers in a game. The, the storyline here is the Sacramento Kings had 106 field goal attempts while the Miami heat only had 83 field goal. And Miami still pulls off the win. Doesn't get the cover but uh, they definitely had an opportunity there to do so. And uh, that was an exciting game. I really, really enjoyed it. What's, uh, what's the next game you want to talk about? Um, so we can kind of skim over the Bulls and Bucks. Obviously, the Bucks got the job done. Uh, Giannis had his 10,000th 10, uh, career point and got a triple-double. Um, I only had a play on the first half of this. I played the under. But uh, how about the Thunder outscoring the Rockets 41 to 20 in the fourth to complete a 16 point comeback entering the fourth? I got to tell you, this was uh, a game that I was watching pretty closely. I gave it out on my Twitter yesterday. Uh, I said to pivot off the Pelicans and Mm -hmm. bet the Thunder plus seven and a half. In hindsight, we probably should have just stayed with the Pelicans and added the Thunder because it would have been better for my win loss record. Uh, But the Thunder looked like they were falling apart without Steven Adams in there. Couldn't defend the, uh, the paint, couldn't get a rebound. Uh, but the Rockets went ice cold in the fourth quarter. Chris Paul, another fantastic game. Most of it came in the first, quor- in the first half. And uh, the Thunder really, really showed their, their discipline and their tenacity uh, coming back. Such a big deficit going into the second half and going into, uh, going into the fourth quarter specifically. And outscoring, like you said, the Rockets by 21 points in the fourth to win the game outright by five without Stephen Adams, who left early in the game with an ankle. Uh, that was a really fun one. I'm glad I gave it out. And it looked like it was a sure loser from the moment uh, the second quarter started. Yeah, I, I doubled up with the spread and the money line. Um, so second quarter, I was just kind of like, well, uh, you know, and then Stephen Adams went out and just uh, kept losing confidence, kept losing confidence, saw that they were going into the fourth down by 16, and I was just kind of accepting fate a little bit. And Lo and behold, Oklahoma City ended up pulling it out, helping me get some plus money on the money line, and um, yeah, one outright. So obviously they covered that spread. Yeah, it was a fun game to watch. I really had given up on the bet, actually, uh, going into the fourth quarter. I just thought 16 going in the fourth was just too many points to get the seven and a half point cover, but we get there and that was a fun one. I can't agree with you anymore. So um, yeah, speaking of the Pelicans Grizzlies, you talked about pivoting from, um, but could have added the thunder. The Pelicans Grizzlies game was really entertaining. Um, this was one that I was excited to watch just because the two young teams playing really hot right now. Seems like the, um, you know, they're, they're just playing with so much confidence. Their uh, rotations and their depth are getting locked in. And, you know, this is a, it's a good divisional game, a good Western Conference game. And Pelicans just sitting right outside of the playoff picture. Um, and the Pelicans ended up getting the cover. So, What, a, what about a Pelicans uh, futures ticket to win the championship? What is that at? Ooh, I'm good. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Let's plus. see. I'm pulling it up right now. The odds for the Pelicans to win the NBA championship are they do not have it up. They have every other team except the Pelicans up. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, that sucks because, you know, maybe throw some pizza money on that. 
Yeah. Playing really good right now. And Zion's coming back this week. Uh, I don't know if he'll take away, if he'll, he'll be a, a distraction, an addition, or a subtraction from the team. But one player I do want to talk about, okay, and not in this Pelicans Grizzlies game because it is what it is. Pelicans, it was a wire to wire cover, rocking chair game there for the Pelicans if you had the Pelican side. But one player I do want to talk about in particular who played a lot last night and I'm actually really I, – I think I'm going to go by his jersey. Huge fan uh, at, after watching his, him play last night, actually for the first time, really getting a good run. Michael Porter Jr. My Denver Nuggets. Yeah. What a jump shot that guy has. It's pure. It's very Wow. Pure. Wow. Uh, I did have the Nuggets last night. Uh, I just thought the line was whack, uh, out of whack, even with a lot of the players for the Nuggets that were hurt and not playing. I'm not sure if I gave it out on my Twitter or not, but I definitely was on the Nuggets side of the ball um, yesterday. And Timberwolves looked like they uh, almost ran away with it there. And the uh, Michael Porter Jr. knocks down a couple big threes down the stretch in the early in the fourth quarter, extends the lead when they were down four, extends the lead to about four. Uh, flipped the script there, and uh, that was all she wrote for the Nuggets, and they take the 107-100 victory. Carl Anthony Towns, 28 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. Michael Porter Jr., 20 points, 14 rebounds, 4 assists. I'm really impressed with this guy, and I really cannot wait for him to get more minutes and to be inserted into the starting lineup. What about you? Yeah, so obviously uh, being in the Kansas City area, he played at Mizzou, so there is a lot of coverage I saw of him while playing in college. Wasn't really sure how I felt about him just leaving after one year. I'm not a huge proponent of the one-and-done stuff. I think a player should be able to develop a little bit more. I know these kids are anxious and chomping at the bit to get into the league and provide for families and all that good stuff, but got to get some maturation in there, in my opinion. He had that back injury at the end of his college career that kind of carried over into the NBA. I think he also had a knee and ankle issue, but now that he's healthy and the Nuggets are getting him minutes, Sure, some of the other injuries for Denver's helped him out, but this kid is um, – he's just as good as he was when he played in college. Um, it's showing – shows that prototypical uh, size, athleticism, and ball handling and ball shooting skills, and um, shows why the Nuggets decided to take that good chance on him. Um, I, I, this kid in the future, I think he's going to be very, very solid. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about any other games. I uh, just want to mention one other game before we move on to tonight's um, NBA and college basketball card. Talk about a few games there. There's only one game in the NBA slate tonight. A few games in college basketball that Devin and I want to touch upon. But uh, one play that I really liked, and it was probably my favorite play of the day, was the Knicks money line, minus 120, minus mm-hmm. 115. I took them second half as well. Knicks end up pulling away in the second half, 106-86 against the Cavaliers. We had a reverse line movement there as well. And, the you know, two bad teams playing against each other. There was a lot of value on the Knicks last night uh, or yesterday afternoon, depending where you are in the world. Um, there was a lot, in my opinion, there was a lot of value on the Knicks last night traveling to Cleveland to play the Cavaliers. Um, I just think that they're a better team. And, um, yeah, you know, I just uh, thought there was a lot of value uh, from a numbers perspective on the money line for the Knicks to take away the victory there in Cleveland. Yeah, no, that was a very solid play. I should have tailed you on it, um, but I didn't, so I can't take credit on it. That Cleveland team's just pretty, pretty bad right now. 
there were a lot of good money line winners yesterday, a lot of plus money line winners. You know, the Nuggets were technically the underdog. The Spurs were a plus money line mm-hmm. today. The Celtics, um, the Thunder. Yeah, so, I mean, if um, you played around with some plus money lines uh, and got some good wins on that, kudos to you. Yeah, guys, and again, I mean, you know, that's why sometimes it's fun to take some pizza money, throw a little six-teamer in there, do a little parlay, and then pay much bigger, you know, much bigger payout uh, than just like a, sa- a straight or a single bet. But, you, you know, keep in mind, you're going to have to win all of those bets, you know what I mean? So um, let's, uh, let's jump into tonight's game, Devin. What, I like uh, that. Yeah, Dallas Mavericks at home. One and a half point favorites against the Los Angeles Clippers. Total is 232. Games on NBA TV, 535 Pacific time, 835 on the East Coast. Should be a fantastic game. Um, I have the Dallas Mavericks in a futures ticket right now at 100 to 1 to win the NBA championship. I took it before the season started. It was one of those flyers that I was just like, hmm. if anyone has a good shot and they're a long shot, it would be the Dallas Mavericks if Porzingis and uh, Doncic can really gel and play play great together and some of their role players can step up so I'm excited about this Dallas team they've really uh kind of exceeded my expectations and probably a lot of other people's expectations as well you got the Clippers obviously we know Paul George Kawhi Leonard uh Lou Williams Harrell etc great team as well great coached uh team very disciplined team Dallas on the money line is minus 115 Clippers is minus 105 what are what, what are your what are some of your thoughts on this game here so obviously the unicorn in the room is Kristaps uh, Porzingis. Is uh, I think he's probable now, uh, but still I think he's still is questionable. But I know he was eyeing this as his return, but last time that happened, he sat out. So right. this is something to monitor very very closely. Paul George is obviously still out with the hamstring issue. This is um, this could be a teeter-totter back and forth um you know top of the western conference kind of game tough grinded out execution important style of play uh the only other time these teams played this season was back in november on the 26th and it wasn't anything too exciting the uh, the spread was actually flipped the clippers were one and a half point favorites and ended up winning 114 to 99 to 25 and a half was the over under. And that ended up going uh, well below that. So both teams shot pretty poorly, 42.3% for the Clippers and 38% for the Mavericks in that game. Against the spread, as far as the Mavericks go at home, they're actually worse than what they are on the road. They're 9-13 and 1, and the Clippers are 9-11 and against the spread. Uh, away from the Staples Center. That's still technically their arena, right? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Didn't know if they changed the name when the Clippers played there or not. No, I don't believe so. Okay. Uh, So nonetheless, the Clippers are two and five against the spread in their last seven. You know, this is, um, this might as well be a pick in my opinion. I I just um, don't have a lean either way. I think this is a dumb thing to say, but I'm probably going to stay away from the only NBA game tonight just because I purely want to watch it as a fan. Nothing to be ashamed of there, Devin. I'm definitely not going to be playing this game either. I don't see any value in the line here, but I will be rooting 
for the Dallas Mavericks. I'm uh, obviously from LA. I don't have an allegiance to either the Lakers or the Clippers. Um, you know, I'm a fan of what I bet on. That's just how I am. I'm a handicapper and I uh, don't get too emotionally involved with any team. So uh, for me here, I just, I'm betting, I'm rooting for my futures ticket. I'm rooting that everybody, you know, continues to play well for the Mavericks. Jell is a team. Everyone stays healthy and uh, that I have a fighting chance when playoff time comes. There's nothing wrong uh, with that at all. Yeah. So I know you wanted to talk a little college basketball. Um, let's, let's start off with Butler Villanova. Sure. I know uh, that was kind of one of the games that you were eyeing here. What are your thoughts and, uh, and um, you know, kind of angles here in this game? Yeah. So one of my biggest uh, narrative pieces and a lot of, People will say it doesn't matter in betting, but I feel like it's got a slight tinge of importance. Butler's coming off a rough week last week. They lost both of their games. I believe it was to uh, DePaul, and they also lost to, I want to say, Seton Hall. I could be wrong on that, but I think I've at least got one of the teams right. Nonetheless, I look at this being a bounce-back spot for them. It was the Paul. Yeah, it was the Paul and Seton Hall. Yeah. Okay, so I got it right. You got it right. Um, <clears throat> memory is not as good as it used to be. I so Villanova, seven nine and one against the spread on the year. Um, they've had a lot of success this season as far as win loss totals, but they don't really cover that well. Um, Butler, on the other hand, they're eleven six and one, and as far as going on the road, they're three and two. And Villanova's five and four at home. So that's a little bit of a push there. But what I like is this Butler team in general. You know, they are a tough, gritty team, defensive uh, presence all around from coaching to culture to players. And they, um, they can compete with the best of them, and they have uh, this season. I think they kind of got a little complacent and just slipped up a little bit. Um, the last week losing both games and another just you know pride uh, aspect of this is Villanova's won their last four against Butler so I think it's time that Butler got off the snide on that as well so I think this is a good game for Butler to get a couple monkeys off their back uh, in one game winning against Villanova bouncing back and starting another momentous role towards the uh, middle to end of conference play. Yeah, and if you look earlier in December, uh, Butler lost to the number one ranked team, Baylor, by one point. They beat Purdue outright at Purdue 70-61, and they also beat, in my opinion, a pretty good Stanford team, 68-67. So I think they've played a lot of good competition here. Some of their games obviously not playing um, the best teams. But um, I think that this is a good bounce back spot for Butler as well, Devin. I am, I'm going to agree with you here, and I'm going to take Butler – Plus three and a half. I see Butler winning outright here by uh, two or more. So that's my uh, that's my opinion on this game as well. Awesome. Glad that we agreed on that. It should be a good game to watch regardless as a basketball fan. Yeah. Uh, another game I know you really wanted to talk about was Akron. Akron at Miami of Ohio. I don't know much about either of these two teams, so why don't you shed some light for us here? Yeah, sure. So – uh, get some action here, as they call it. I, I love the Mac. 
Um, well, the Mac, be- the fo- football Mac is, is amazing. No one plays yes. defense and scores. A, <laughs> the totals are like 85. You yes. Know? Yeah. So nothing like, you know, being in the Midwest and having a Midwestern athletic conference, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it, it's something awesome. So Akron, you know, they're a pretty decent team against spread. They're 10 and six. They're uh, favored four and a half in this game against Miami of Ohio, the Red Hawks, whom of which are five and 11 against the spread. The one thing that I really, really like about this is the fact that Akron, um, they are 12 and one as a favorite. And they are also 5-0 against spread away from their home court. And uh, Miami of Ohio is 2-5 and five, uh, defending their home court against the spread. I love the spot for Akron in this. They're healthy. They're playing solid ball right now. I actually got a chance to watch one of their uh, games recently. You can tell that the coach uh, has them locked in right now. And they are 4-1 against spread in their last five. And uh, last 10 games, they're 8-2. and two. Um, Not against spread, but just in general. So I feel pretty confident about this pick. I think I actually have them winning by 10 or 11. Um, so, yeah, I, I am really comfortable with this pick here. Wow, 10 or 11. So I might have to tail that one. Uh, I didn't uh, see that, but I'll, I'll dig a little bit deeper here. Akron by 10 or 11. You're getting a little bit of value there if that's the uh, – uh, your analysis here, you're getting a good differential of about five and a half, six ish. So uh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be a fun one tonight. Um, all right. Next game I want to talk about, okay, is Wichita State on the road at USF, South Florida. Wichita State 15 and three, South Florida eight and 10. Wichita State is a four and a half point favorite on the road. And let me just pull up my notes here. I have, based on my research and my notes, first of all, before we get into the numbers, Wichita State is the better team, okay? Hmm. They uh, play pretty well. They've lost a couple games. They played, you know, they had a couple letdown games uh, recently, if I'm not mistaken. And um, I really think that they're in a position to, to really bounce back here against this team. I don't think that USF is all that good, um, from a basketball perspective um and you know Wichita State lost on Saturday uh on the 18th to Houston 65-54 they also lost to Temple 65-53 to um so they, they they're also kind of on the same narrative as Butler here coming off a couple of bad losses last couple well not bad losses but a couple of losses last week and they're looking to bounce back here so uh I think Wichita Wichita is more of a 10-point favorite here uh, based on my numbers that I've been running. And uh, I think Wichita State gets the easy cover here. I'm going to go with Wichita State minus four and a half against USF. I love that pick. I love that pick. You have any uh, comments or additional info you want to give on that game or you're good? So um, Greg Marshall is just a great coach. I think obviously the coaching advantage is going to go to Wichita State. Um, you know, for me, I'm a little biased on it just because – so I graduated high school in Wichita, so I have a little oh, wow. bit of a heartstring. Uh, okay. So I, I'm just going to root for them. I'm going to root for your pick. I'm not going to play it. But I definitely agree with you 100% on your uh, 
your analysis there, and I do believe that they are a 10-point better team than USF. USF had a, a win uh, or two. I think they won both their games last week. Mm -hmm. They at least won one, and it was a surprise. You know, I didn't really think that they were going to do that. So this USF team has uh, been a little overachieving the last week and a half. So I think they'll come back to reality against this Wichita State team. Really good defensive uh, team as well, Wichita State is. Yeah, yeah. Then they've always been a good defensive team, so I really like that because you can always generate points off turnovers. Uh, next game I want to talk about, and and guys, keep in mind this might be a good little parlay action here with all of our college basketball picks. I'm not I'm not recommending it, but maybe throw you know maybe throw a little bit of pizza money at it, maybe a slice or two on there. Uh, the last college basketball game that I have to talk about, and I don't know if you have something else afterwards, but I have Duke at home against Miami. University of Miami tonight, 6 o'clock tip. Uh, Duke right now, I'm just pulling up the line here at mybookie.ag. The Duke line is Duke by 18. Duke is laying 18. Total is 150. Last time these two teams met, which was back uh, January 4th, Duke played in Miami and won by 33 points. My um, kind of breakdown here from a numbers perspective is uh, Duke is more than an 18-point favorite here in this one. I think they came off uh, – they've lost – they lost um, to Louisville on Saturday by six, which was a heartbreaker. They lost the game before that to Clemson. <coughs> Excuse me. And, uh, again, another team here where we're looking at backing a trend to all three teams that we've talked about so far – um, back to back to back here have lost both of their games last week. And I look for Duke to bounce back here tonight and absolutely manhandle Miami at home. Let's go Duke blue devils. Yeah. You can't ever write, you know, a coach K team out, you know, they did have a rough week last week, but you see it from top to bottom, talent-wise, recruit levels. Um, they're better than Miami. It's it's not even close. Don't get uh, don't get me wrong. I do love Jim Laranega as a coach, but uh, his talent level of his guys around him, you know, he just doesn't have the pieces, and it's not going to be a close game. Duke's angry. They're just going to be uh, relentless tonight, and it's going to see. Uh, uh, Pretty bad result for Miami, in my opinion. Yeah, I just think Duke's going to come out angry, and they're just going to get out to a big lead, and they're not going to look back. Uh, before we jump into maybe a couple hockey picks and talk about the Super Bowl here, I just want to, again, want to give out a shout-out to mybookie.ag. Okay, guys, listen. It's always important to shop around and get the best line possible. Okay, so even if you are playing on another – online account. It's always good to put a little bit of money into my bookie. See if you can get an extra half a point. I know it mattered yesterday when I gave out the Toronto Raptors first half over 117 and a half. I had looked the night before at 116 and a half. I missed it. I bet it at 117 and a half and you know, first half obviously fell 117. So it's really important to get that extra point, extra half a point and shop it around at different books. Okay. They've got the best 24-7 customer service team, fastest payouts, best promotions. You can pull your bets together like Devin and I gave out all these college basketball picks, maybe put a little pizza money in there. Try to win, uh, try to win a 16 parlay. 
for, for a lot more money. My bookie's got more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, guys, use our promo code today because it really helps us out at Hoopball. Okay, let's all grow together. Our promo code is today, T-O-D-A-Y. Once again, T-O-D-A-Y. If you join right now and use the promo code today, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. What's wrong with that? Let's bet, let's win, and let's all get paid so we can make some more picks. All right, so there's a couple hockey, there's a few hockey games tonight. Um, nothing really sticks out at me here. <coughs> Excuse me. Nothing really sticks out at me here from a betting perspective. Uh, all looks like pretty even lines and pretty close matchups in this one. Um, the only game that maybe I would look at is the New York Rangers, New York Islanders. You got the uh, both sides minus 110 for the game, and the over-under is six goals. Uh, the only thing that I would look for here is who's going to be starting in goal tonight for the Rangers and the Islanders. If that uh, rookie guy, I believe his name is Kukorov or something like that, he starts for the Rangers. Uh, I might look to back the Rangers here against the Islanders. Islanders, in my opinion, are, you know, they, they started off the season hot. I don't think they're actually as good as they are in terms of their record showing. Um, and they've had a rough, a rough couple uh, last few games here with their goaltending. Uh, Rangers can really score the goal and score the puck. And, uh, you know, that, that new goalie is really, really fantastic. Uh, so I, I, it's probably not a play for me, but that was probably the only game that I really, really eye on here. Every other game is kind of a toss-up to me. Um, especially I don't want to lay a big number with Carolina Hurricanes. They're, they're a minus $1.80 favorite. And, um, you know, the Pittsburgh Penguins are $1.30 on the road against the Philadelphia Flyers, while the Florida Panthers off of back-to-back are even money against $1.20 Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, I do have a futures ticket on the Golden Knights, though, at 10 and 12, and I believe 15 to 1 to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, hopefully they put it all together with their new coach here, and they're able to make a run because they have a lot of talent and they really shouldn't be playing as bad as they are. Their defensive side of the, of the equation here really isn't adding up. They have a lot of, been having a lot of bad turnovers, not so efficient on the power plays, uh, and their goaltending hasn't been so great as well. So hopefully they can put it together and make a little nice run, but they are playing uh, the juggernaut Boston Bruins tonight. I'll be watching. It's going to be a fantastic game. I recommend you tuning in and watching the Boston Bruins taking on the Vegas Golden Knights tonight. It, the game's in Boston, and it's going to be an amazing, amazing game. So I definitely recommend watching it. Uh, no bet there for me. Um, I don't know if you had anything to add about hockey. Do you, Devin? As of right now, I'm going to let you handle the NHL expertise. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, NHL is a fun little sport. I feel like there's some edges, um, especially with goaltending changes and things like that, <laughs> riding trends and riding hot goalies and, you know, so NHL for me is kind of more my favorite, um, favorite, you know, recipe to bake, if you will, but, um, no real value here tonight in the NHL, in my opinion. Uh, let's move on to the granddaddy of them all, the Super Bowl. Uh, that is Sunday, February 2nd. I will actually be in Miami. Oh, so wow. that'll, that'll be fun. Yeah. I'm going to visit some friends out in Miami. So I'll definitely be there for Super Bowl weekend. Didn't even realize it was Super Bowl weekend when I booked the ticket. But we have the Kansas City Chiefs, one-and-a-half-point favorites, uh, against the San Francisco 49ers, over under 54. 
Uh, money line is Kansas City minus 125 if you just want to bet the money line and not the spread. And if you want to take the San Francisco 49ers plus money at plus 105. Uh, we saw the Kansas City Chiefs really just take it, uh, take it to them last week and, um, and win their game. And the 49ers just demolished the Green Bay Packers. So it'll be a fun one. San Francisco's got a fantastic defense. Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't think, has thrown the ball in about four months. So it'll be uh, – what did he – threw like eight passes last eight week? Eight passes, yeah. yeah. So uh, that might pose a problem. He might not be in rhythm, might not be in sync. It's kind of like a goalie, right? If uh, your team shoots the puck uh, 15 times in a row and you've only seen one shot, you know, you're a little rusty. You're not really uh, – you're not in the zone. You know what I mean? So when they right. come down and take the second shot, you might get past you. So what, what do you think about this game? I, you, know, you know, we all know about this because I've talked about it a few times here on the pod uh, and not to beat a dead horse or anything. But, uh, you know, I got the Kansas City future ticket at five and a half to one and six to one here. So I'm in pretty good shape. Might hedge a little bit with the 49ers on the money line uh, just to kind of recoup a little bit because I do have a, uh, a lot of value and a lot of uh, expected value here with the Kansas City Chiefs. What say you about this game? So uh, just like you, I did have a futures ticket for the Chiefs to win outright, you know, um, to win that Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, I was hoping that they were going to get a more favorable matchup, see if the uh, NFC side would break for them a little bit. But this 49ers team, it's um, the defensive unit that they put out there. Uh, It's elite. You know, this is a – matchup of the best offense against the best defense, which is the way it should be. You know, it's, these are, I think, the two best teams in the NFL, and this is going to be a fun game. The points in favor of San Fran while having that elite defense is something that I've liked to do in the past with a team that has a very solid defense and getting points. It's just a uh, – it's an extra side benefit, in my opinion, because if that defense is able to stifle, you know, let's say four to six drives uh, in the course of the game and, you know, accumulate maybe minimal or zero points on those drives, um, that that's really huge. That's very huge. Um, Kansas City's a little vulnerable to the run. San Francisco runs the ball very well. And you got two dynamic tight ends between Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. You got some nice complimentary wide receivers on both sides between Nicole Hardman, Sammy Watkins, and then you got. Um, let's not forget Evo about Tyre- let's not let's not forget about Tyreek the Freak. Yes, the Cheetah. He is very fast. Very fast. Yeah. So I mean, I think this is going to be uh, you know not to mention the coaches involved. I, I feel like I talk about coaches a lot, but. The coaches are going to be uh, top-notch on their A-game, uh, game-planning-wise, very professional. And, you know, I'm, I'm pulling for the Chiefs. I'm pulling for them to uh, win it. I want to see Andy Reid to get one more. Um, so, man, this is just going to be a hard game to uh, not to enjoy. You know, if, if you're a football fan, this is what you want. Exactly. And, you know, I might just hedge a little bit on my position on the 49ers, sit back, have a few beers, 
Hopefully I'll win some free beer, some more free beer off Josh. Right now we're even. So maybe by the time the Super Bowl rolls around, he'll be sending me a case of beers to beautiful Los Angeles, California, where I can enjoy my free beer and watch the Super Bowl. Oh, I will be in Miami, so never mind. Yeah. Um, yeah but I guess it's the it's closer. Miami's closer to where he is. So maybe he can uh, save a little bit of money on shipping. So, um, yeah, that, that about does it for us here. Uh, go Chiefs, go, right? Absolutely. All right, guys. So listen, once again, we are a hoop ball presentation. That is hoop-ball.com. Visit our sponsors, mybookie.ag, with the promo code today to get your free cash and win big. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. And the, uh, the next podcast will be handled by... Is it you and I again? I believe it is us. Yes. Yes. We'll be back here tomorrow, guys. So stay tuned. It's always a fun one when I'm on with Devin. And be sure to follow us on Twitter. I am at Iris Silver Magic. Devin is at D-A-L-E-007. And our HoopBall gaming platform on Twitter, our handle is at HoopBallGaming. Thanks so much, guys. And we'll be right back here tomorrow. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.